Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Hustle Lifestyle Secrets Podcast number three, the five horsemen of the apocalypse or the five horsemen of fitness transformations. Throughout my time of coaching people and even in my own journey, I found these kind of five things pop up that prevent people from being able to transform their bodies in full and have that awesome transformation they want to see. And I am not just going to bring those up to you today. I'm not just going to share those five horsemen with you and what they are and how you can prevent them, but I'm also going to give you the reverse of what are the five horsemen of true success that you can actually have. Now, if you don't know what the five horsemen or the four horsemen of apocalypse are, basically they're in the New Testament of the Bible. There are these four horsemen that come up, and when these four horsemen come up, the world kind of essentially ends, and it's like conquest, war, hunger, and death. Those are the four ones, right? And there's a fifth one, and I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I'm going to share that with you too, okay? Now, what are these five horsemen when it comes to uh, fitness transformation? I'm going to go through them real quick, and, and I'm just going to run through them, and then we're going to talk in more depth, all right? First one is going to be discipline. People believe they need to be disciplined. When you start to believe you need discipline in order to succeed, I think that's one of the apocalyptic horsemen. Um, number two is motivation. Motivation is probably one of the biggest myths um, and lies sold to the public that they need to be in order to be successful. Uh, number three is consistency. Uh, consistency. I need to be more consistent. I hear this one a lot, especially when people first start out or I'm on consultations for people about to sign up. They're like, I just need to be more consistent. And I'm like, hmm. Do you need to be more consistent? Because you're still consistent right now, just not consistently good. <laughs> Hopefully that's not too big of a jerk thing to say. Uh, number four is persistence, right? I just need more persistent. I need to try harder. Try harder. Okay, well, okay. Well, I need to try harder. Like, yeah, you do. Probably need to try harder about four years ago too. You've known that you need to try harder. What does it do? Right, that's my fourth one. Uh, the fifth one is like ignorance, right? Um why like ignorance will ultimately hold you back like ignorance is an ignorance tax right and i've actually had all of these across my whole life like there are points of time in college when i thought discipline was the only thing to do uh, i used to listen to motivational videos all day long thinking that motivation was going to be the thing that got me out of it if i if i was in a funk if i was in whatever um consistency right i'm notoriously like known to be high on my high highs and then super low lows like i was notorious for that especially whether it was school whether it was sports whether it was whatever um that was always was me in the past and then persistence this is one that i always like i just need to try harder I just need to try harder i'm a hustler at heart so right i can always try harder and then the next one was ignorance like there's so many things that i've been ignorant on business fitness life relationships etc so many things i've been ignorant on that i did not learn till a lot later um, and i have actually solutions to all five of these so let's talk about them number one is discipline right people believe that need to be disciplined when it comes to fitness like people who are disciplined are fit or is it fitness that helps them with the discipline Let's find out. To me, discipline has always very much been a muscle. Um, instead of trying to flex that muscle super hard when you first start something, it'd be like going into the gym and, and hammering like 100 squats day one because it was like going to grow you because that was the best way to do it and then being super sore for the next three weeks and not being able to train legs again. That's what I believe discipline is like. It's like a muscle. So instead of trying to flex it super, super, super hard and like cutting out every single thing that you possibly want to eat and enjoy and love and you know, working out seven days a week, twice a day, et cetera, and doing a 75 hard program, um, you should instead try to flex it as little as possible while pushing and challenging yourself. So like if I'm doing bicep curls, I'm not picking up the hundreds because that's the hardest thing for me to do. I'm going to pick up the twenties and I'm going to do 10 really solid reps with them and then set it back down. And then next week I'm going to do 25 and the next week I'm going to do 30 and the next week I'm going to do 35 and my muscles will be stronger. That's how discipline is built. That's the best way to do it. So discipline is a muscle. That's the first horsemen um, that you see that if you believe you need to be disciplined don't think discipline think i need to build my disciplined muscle so that you have a spectrum of how disciplined are you number two motivation 
motivation is a funny one, right? We always believe like I need to be motivated. I need to listen to more Rocky, watch Rocky movies, watch, you know, motivational videos, et cetera. But ultimately it's not about motivation. It's about desire. It's about desire. Do you desire? Because the thing is human beings are motivated by pain or pleasure. And we're far more often motivated by pain than we are pleasure. It's a lot easier to make a move when you're 50 or 60 pounds overweight than when you're five pounds overweight, right? But it's funny is like if you just did stuff when you were five pounds overweight, um, you probably make a lot more progress and you probably be a lot more consistent over time too, right? And to me, the reason why people are always motivated by that pure pain or the pleasure of like, oh, I'm going to look good on this vacation or whatever is because we don't have a desire. We haven't also shifted our desire of who we want to be. That's the most important desire is who we want to be. Because if you have children, you're going to show up for your children really well if you want to be a good mother. But we never think about ourselves like, who am I? How do I identify my own fitness? And how do I identify myself and how I represent my body and how I dress and how I walk and how I talk? We never think about that because once you start to identify the desire to be like a really fit person um, and, and spread excellence through everything you do, then you never really make that change. Most people don't know how to channel this desire. And to be honest with you, it took me a long time to figure it out. I use all sorts of other means before that one. And that's kind of the main key missing component. But don't believe you need motivation. You don't need motivation. Instead, you know how to, you need to know how to channel desire. If you can channel that, you can win. Number three is consistency. I need to be more consistent. I just need to be more consistent. Well, most of the time, you're probably already being consistent, just not at the thing that you really want to be. So is it really consistency that you're not good at? Probably not. The problem is you just have no accountability to the consistency that you want to have. You're just consistently bad and then there's no accountability, so there's nothing else happening. Makes sense? Hopefully that does. If you have accountability to the actions that you actually want to take, then if you're not consistent, you can be more consistent and you'll have more likelihood of being consistent. Just like if I were to meet you five times a week at a gym, would you be more likely to show up and therefore be more consistent? Hell, hell yeah. Well, there's three forms of accountability that you need to have then, four really. Uh, first one is going to be social accountability. Why are fitness athletes so you know, fit? It's not just because it's their career. I mean, although that's a form of accountability, um, it's also because they have put themselves on social and they have to look good and they have to present well. So that's a form of accountability, right? So social accountability is a huge thing. That's why one of the things we always see, and like, and I mentioned this before, is people who post sweaty selfies after the workouts are more likely to be more consistent because they have an extra level of accountability. More levels of accountability equals more success. So first level social. Second one is mentor, people who've kind of been there, done that, who are further ahead than you. So this could be a workout buddy, people who, somebody who's been training for a long time and is still training with you. That's like a mentor. Number three is going to be expert coaching. Um, having an expert coach, an expert guide you on the path that you need to go is ultimately always going to be the best form of accountability because they can really make sure that not only that you are doing the actions, but also doing the right actions. And the next one for me is my favorite, like skin in the game. Do you have anything invested into it, whether it's time, money, energy, emotional investment, some form of investment into it? Uh, because if you do it without any investment whatsoever, I really find that that's when people fail the most, um, especially if they're not good at some of the other things we've talked about already. So if you ever hear consistency, or if you're telling yourself, I just need to be more consistent, you remember you are consistent. Just figure out what you're consistent in and then get the accountability for the thing that you actually want to be consistent in, right? Okay, um, persistence. I just need to try harder. This one's my favorite because I always try to try really hard. And I always think that if I try harder, it'll be it. And sometimes it's not about trying harder, right? The first level of, of success is like hard work. The second level is working smart. So most people don't really know how to be persistent. Um, and part of the reason why I think people need to try harder is because they always have these bouts of like really high highs and really low lows. And I think if you understand the opposite, which is momentum, 
then you can really be successful because momentum means that you constantly take the actions you need to to make progress. So there's, you know, Newton's laws um, of of gravity, force, whatever. There's Prince's laws too. Prince's law say an object, a person um, making progress will keep making progress as long as they put in adequate amounts of momentum and adequate amounts of force to keep going. So let's say, for instance, you're going the opposite direction. If you just put in, you start taking like small steps, like you weigh in daily, you take progress photos, small, really easy, actionable steps, you'll actually make more progress. Now, there's also studies, and Dr. Huberman's come out and said this, like that people who uh, do like some minuscule actions and complete the action step actually get a lot more productivity across all steps because you've closed that loop. You get this dopaministic surge, right? So let's say you wake up, you weigh in, checklist done. Second thing you do is you plan your food for the day. You just put it in your MyFitnessPal. You don't even freaking like have to eat it. You just have to put it in. Boom, checklist done. Number two, you go to the gym and maybe you don't do a workout, but you do some cardio. You just hop on a treadmill. You walk while you do it. Boom, checklist done. Gone to the gym. This is kind of the thing that I'm saying is like little things can make great actions. What happens with most people is they have a bad weekend and then next with a bad weekend or bad meal, might as well make the whole day bad, right? It's not really how it works. You might have had one bad momentum, but like don't squash your progress. Just make one more positive step. Even if you're about to eat like a jerk, maybe say, hey, I'm gonna have a protein shake after this. Some momentum. That's what I care about. All right. So, so far we got discipline. Swap that for muscle, right? Build the muscle. Motivation. Swap that for desire. Consistency. Swap it for accountability. Persistence. Swap it for momentum. And ignorance. Ignorance is the last one. We're always ignorant of the thing that we actually need to do. And most of the time it's because we don't even know. Like we don't know what we don't know, right? Like I said, you can be consistent, but you can be consistently doing the wrong thing. There's no way you know it unless you get guidance. You have to get some form of guidance at some point in time. For some reason with fitness, it's always weird because we believe we should be doing it on our own. That we believe we should be able to figure it out. And truth be told, the answer is within inside of you, but you may not know how to pull that out of you just yet. And that's where somebody else can come in and really help show you that. Because the second they show you it and you actually learn those key principles, you can actually keep doing it for good. Then you can do it on your own because you can use the other factors like the muscle, the discipline, the accountability, the momentum to keep yourself going. But ultimately, the first thing you need to do is know what is that guidance that you need? Because if you don't, you're just going to pay the ignorance tax. And to be honest, I've paid the ignorance tax and I've had guidance. So for me, I always tell my clients a lot of times, like they make more progress than me faster than me, even though they're not where I am, they make it faster than me. So the second they sign up and they make more progress in 12 weeks than I did in like two years of my beginning of my journey, because I just didn't have the guidance to the level that they did. I got the guidance in chunks. I got like my fitness guidance. I got then my desire guidance. I got then, you know, my accountability guidance. I got then my nutrition guidance. It all took me time to figure out. And until I figured those that out, I really couldn't actually break through. And I think that's the main key component. I'm still in this day and age, like searching for what's the next guidance that I need? What's the next guidance that I need? For me now, it's more business than it is fitness, but I'm still even searching for that in fitness or relationship. I'm searching for that. And I always look to see like, what is it that I don't know? Because ultimately you pay that ignorance tax down. Whatever your results are that you want is what it's costing you right now. And to me, I'm like, what's the cost of that? Like if you wanted to make a million dollars and you currently made, you know, um, $100,000, well, it's costing you $900,000 not to be where you are. And that's the ignorance tax. And most people pay that when it comes to their fitness because they really don't want to admit that they don't know better. And that they, like, you know, if, what's funny is like, I see this happen so often on consultation calls where I'll talk to somebody who's had a gym membership at Planet Fitness, which pretty small amount of money, right? $20 um, a month for black membership. For four years, 
and they look worse at the end than they did at the beginning of that purchase. And they've spent now about $1,000 at Planet Fitness. $1,000 at Planet Fitness to look worse. And that's the ignorance tax they're paying. And then the food that they eat, and I'm not even going to count the food that they eat or the drinks that they have or the things that they do that didn't help them. But ultimately, they don't even know how much money they've spent. Like when I, I think I talked to a guy and he had a gym membership for like $100 a month for past like four years. So that's what 1200 bucks. So he paid like upwards of almost five, he paid almost $5,000 to get worse results and to be like 50 pounds overweight. That sucks. And I know other women who have been at the gym for the last like 25 years and grandfathered into this $30 a month membership and are still trying to lose that 20 pounds that they've been stuck on forever. It's an ignorance tax. And they're still afraid to invest like 200, 300, 500, 600, $700,000, $2,000 into their health and fitness because you're like, oh, I should be able to figure this out on my own. Like, well, how many more years do you want to spend? This one is probably the biggest one that I see. It's because we just, you know, we have some form of weird thing that we believe we need to do it on our own. But I think I'm the opposite. And I've always believed that I cannot do this on my own. That's the first thing I meant because nobody does anything on their own. There's no such thing as self-made and any fitness influencer, Arnold, et cetera. None of them did it on their own. No one who's super fit did it on their own. Guaranteed. Like no one does it on their own. Everyone has someone someplace, someplace at time. Because even if you were in the gym by yourself and you wanted to get stronger, you still need to spot at some point in time. Like you just can't do it on your own. It's not possible. You can't push yourself. It's not how it works, right? If it did, it'd be fucking easy. I just write programs all day and just hand them out. Hopefully this is still PG-13. I think I can drop one F for it, right? Um, so just to go over them again, if you believe in discipline, if you start thinking motivation, consistency, persistence, and, and ignorance are the path for you becoming successful, then these are the five apocalypse uh, horsemen of transformation. You are, you are almost guaranteed failure if you believe this. But on the opposite side, if you understand that discipline is a muscle, you understand how to drive desire, you understand that accountability is your key to success, you understand that momentum is necessary in order to keep this journey going for the long term and that you need guidance and you cannot do it alone, then my friend, you're in good hands. Hopefully this was helpful, guys. Please leave a review. Uh, let me know if you think this is absolute shit. Let me know if you think it's great. Whatever. Either way, hopefully you found this valuable. Talk to you later. Peace.